There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Confidence Show, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with big dreams who want to create deep-rooted self-confidence and run their business on their own terms. I'm your host, confidence coach Rebecca Hawks, and I believe you have what it takes to create the success you dream of. Oh my goodness, like I honestly can't even tell you how excited I am to finally be launching my podcast. This has been on my goals list for probably close to a year now and it's had various different stages. I, yeah, it's just, it's just grown, it's evolved. I had different ideas. I was going to do a whole podcast on breakups and then was like, nah, <laughs> this is too painful. Um, Not too painful, but I just... It's not something that I really wanted to talk about. So yeah, finally, 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 2020 is the year that I am launching this. So hello, welcome. I am so excited. If you're tuning into this episode, I'm so, so excited just the fact that you're here. And I know that might sound a bit silly, but if you haven't guessed already, I am a bit of a waffler and that is probably going to be what the rest of the podcast is like. Like I'm not going to... I've got notes, but not everything's scripted. I will waffle, I will go off on a tangent. I will probably forget what I'm saying halfway through a sentence because that's just who I am. Um, and who I am is Rebecca Hawks. Hello, again, hello. I think I feel like I've said hello like 15 times. Um, I'm Rebecca Hawks. I'm a confidence coach from Essex in the UK. And this is The Confidence Show. Ta-da! Um, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted like a radio station. And my granddad got us microphones when we were little. We had like a karaoke machine and proper microphones that we would plug into the karaoke machine, like me and my brother, who's two years younger than me. Um, we, would, we would plug these microphones into the karaoke machine and I would create like a radio show. So I would... It's so funny. I've, I've actually got the, the cassette tape upstairs with the recordings on. Maybe I'll figure out how to play that to you guys one day. Um, but I'm introducing this radio show and I'm singing Spice Girls and then Luke comes on as a guest and tells a joke and it's just hilarious. So being here now is a childhood dream of mine. Essentially, The Confidence Show is all going to be about increasing your confidence in your personal life, in your business. A mixture of business and personal so if you don't have a business that's fine there are going to be um, episodes that will relate that you can relate to that will benefit you um yeah that's about it I don't really think I need to say any more than that other than to dive straight in okay so we are going to kick off season one of the confidence show talking about the four things that you need to achieve your goals now this is the four-step framework that I use in every aspect of my business 
and I've creatively named it as the four principles of success because I couldn't think of anything else. Um, but it is it's the pro, it's the framework that I use for myself and for my clients. So no matter where you're working with me, like how you're working with me, I will use this process. So if it's a 90 minute call, we'll follow this process. If it's the two day workshops that I run, we'll follow this process. If it's six months of one to one coaching, we will follow this process. Um, because I really do believe that it is powerful and it's simple and it covers the like all bases really because you need a mixture of strategy and mindset in order to achieve success. And that's what this is. So the four principles of success are clarity, strategy, confidence, and accountability. Now, without clarity, you can't create a strategy. Without a strategy, you don't feel confident in what you're doing to achieve your goals. And without confidence, you can make excuses and don't hold yourself accountable without accountability you can't stay committed and therefore you don't actually achieve what you want so I've written an article on medium about this which I'll share with you in the show notes as well for those of you that would like to go back and read over what I'm I'm talking about so that you've got the points in front of you I know for me I love like I love listening to podcasts I absolutely love it but sometimes I don't always retain the information that I've heard um so it's helpful for me to go back over and read a blog post or notes or a summary of some kind so I'll put that in the show notes for you so first of all let's have a little chat about clarity so it's really really important to know what you actually want if you don't know what you want you're going to end up procrastinating feeling really stuck and you won't achieve anything. And if you don't achieve anything, that leads to feeling like an imposter or sometimes like a failure. And obviously we don't want th- we don't want to feel like that, do we? Because that's not helpful in any way, shape or form. One of the biggest problems that I had with clarity as well was I didn't know what I want, but I also didn't actually know how to discover what I wanted. So back in 2018, I did like my review of the year, looked back and I realised that I hadn't achieved any of my goals that I had created Um, and then I noticed that actually they were all really random and they didn't support my big dream so like the big dream that I have for my life for my business they didn't support that and they, they they just weren't aligned there was something there that didn't quite fit with my vision um, so it was always like I had plucked the idea out of thin air and gone, oh, that sounds really cool. I'll make that a goal. And because of that, because I didn't have that clarity, because it didn't fit with what I actually wanted, it was really hard to make happen. Because then I was just like, oh, well, I don't really want to be doing this because I'm not excited about it kind of thing. So when that happened, I then, once I did the review and realised I hadn't achieved any of my goals, I looked back and was like, okay, how can I get clear on what I want? How can I get super clear on what it is that I actually want to achieve for my business so that going forward, I can create goals that will support that? Now, it all came down to asking myself questions. So asking myself questions and writing out the answers. Now, I'm a big fan of journaling. You will hear me talk about it in other episodes of the podcast. And I think it's really important to put pen to paper and just write things out. I think it's so much different compared to typing on a computer because I don't know I just find it such a such a calming cathartic exercise so I like to write things down so what I did was switched off any distractions 
set aside some time for myself, got my journal, and you can you can either get a journal, you can get a blank piece of paper, you can get a notebook, whatever, just something that you can write with, um, or you obviously write with a pen, um, but get yourself a pen and some paper, and then answer these questions. And this is really what's gonna help you find the clarity, which is the step one of achieving your goals. So these are some of the questions that I asked myself. Um, so what life do I want to create for myself? How do I want to feel every day? What impact do I want to have? How much do I need to earn to support myself? This one is so important because so often we come up with these massive income goals of like, I want to make 10k because that's what everyone online is making. But really, that, that gives us this pressure of, oh my god, I need to make 10k. And then it's really overwhelming and you're like well I don't know how to get there but when you work out how much you need to earn to support yourself so this is your base income this is like the minimum you need to earn to like support yourself how much do you need that to be when you work that out your income goal is probably going to be a lot less than 10 grand which is great because then it feels achievable and although 10k might be your income goal you know that as long as you hit whatever that whatever your actual figure is you're you're sweet you're sailing by because you are not getting yourself into debt to run a business. So how much do I need to earn to support myself? Who do I really want to work with? How do I want my clients to feel when they work with me? Again, this is so important. So many people don't think about the way that they want their clients to feel. They just think about, okay, I want to offer this. I want to do that. I want to deliver this. But when you think about how you want your clients to feel, it's going to change the way that you show up. And it's going to help you feel more confident because you know that you're going to put them first and you know that you're going to deliver an amazing service to them, which gives you that confidence when you start selling to them. Um, and then what do I want to be known for? Again, really important. What do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known as the person who shows up willy-nilly, does this, does that, half-hearted, doesn't put a lot of effort in, isn't consistent, doesn't show their face on social media? Or do you want to be someone that is known as showing up being consistent, following their dream, whatever it is, like, think about that. Do you want to be known as someone who inspires other people, who really knows their shit, who is a great person to go to if you're stuck? What, what do you want to be known for? What's also quite helpful is once you've answered those questions individually, to then write out your vision of your perfect business. So your perfect day in your business and incorporate all those elements so that you have a really clear vision of what you are trying to create. Because if you don't have clarity on what you want to achieve, you can't expect to achieve anything at all. Okay, so step two is the strategy. So once you know what you want, then you can create the strategy. Now, I used to be terrified of the word strategy because I didn't understand what it meant. I would hear people talk about strategy this and strategy that and blah, 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 and I'd be like, what on earth is that? I don't like it. I don't want to know. I don't understand. It's this big, massive thing that's really difficult and I just can't get my head around it. But now, the, I think, I don't know if I saw it online or the way that it was explained to me at some stage or I just picked it up. I can't remember. But now I see it so much more clearly when you say that it's getting from A to B. So for example, your clarity would be I want to go to the Bahamas on holiday for two weeks in August that's your clarity you know exactly what you want you know exactly where you want to go you know exactly when it is your strategy would be okay how am I going to get from 
for example, London to the Bahamas. Right, I'm going to get the train into London at this time. I'm going to get this flight out from Gatwick and that is going to fly me directly to the Bahamas. I'm going to book this hotel, X, Y and Z, and then I'm going to book this return flight. So that's your strategy for making it happen. Now, I don't, nobody explained it to me in that way, but the way that it was explained made it, made it, like made it make sense in my head. Um, so I hope that that example is helpful for you. Your clarity is, this is what I want. Your strategy is how you are going to get it. So how you are going to get from where you currently are to where you want to be. That's obviously slightly di different in business because you don't just go, oh, I want to sign five new clients. Okay, I'm just going to book a flight. That's not what happens. <laughs> so once you've got the clarity, that becomes your goal, essentially. So that is what you want to achieve. So once you have that goal, you then break it down into actionable steps or individual tasks. So whether you prefer to look at it as steps or tasks. So let's say your goal is to sign five new clients in quarter one. Quarter. I was going to say Q and it came at quarter. Um, let's say you want to sign five new clients in quarter one. That's your goal. So that's your clarity based on your vision. That is what you need to achieve in order to support your vision, okay? Then you need to put in, like break that goal down into actionable steps or to actionable tasks. So if you want to sign five new clients, what could you do? You could show up on Instagram every day, promote your services in Instagram stories. You could reach out to previous clients. You could create a sales pipeline that you refer back to every day so that you know that you're keeping up with people. You can set, like you can post a sales post on, on all your social media every day. You could write a blog post that shares loads of value and then discusses your offer in that blog post. All these different things. You could invite people to have a free call with you. You could go and network in Facebook groups. You could go to networking events. You see, there's all these different actionable steps. So you've got the, that's your strategy. And I wouldn't say choose all of these steps. So you want to make it as simple as possible. You don't want to give yourself like 20 different actions. How can you simplify? Because simplifying is the key to building a sustainable business. When you try and do all the things, it's very hard to keep up with. Whereas if you keep things really simple, you focus on one platform, focus on one audience, focus on one offer, it's a hell of a lot easier. Then once you have those actionable steps, what I find is really helpful is blocking the time out in your calendar. So I like to block time specifically for each goal and for each task. So let's say you have got your goal of signing five clients in quarter one okay let's say that is 15 tasks that you have to do and bearing in mind some of them will be daily so you put that into your calendar i've got my daily sales stuff in my calendar it's half an hour a day it's not a lot but that's that's my to make sure that i'm selling every day and that's really important um so it could be that or it could be you could have 15 tasks that are all random tasks so it could be set up your emailing list create your freebie do your opt-in like landing page do email sequence, all those, they would all be individual tasks that you can spread across the three months. So you don't need to do all the tasks in one go. And again, this is so important to think about. You can't just ha like set yourself loads of things to do and then be like, oh my God, I have to do them within the next three hours. You don't, they can take time. And I am the worst for this. I will write out my tasks. I will look at my goal, like break down my tasks, write them all out and then go, oh my god, I've got so much to do, I have to get it all done, and stress myself out, and then I think to myself, what is the rush? Like, honestly, what is the rush? This doesn't need to be done 
overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay, you can take your time with these things. But adding them to your calendar means that you are consistently working towards achieving that goal. So the vision that you created for yourself. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Once you have the clarity and the strategy, that's wonderful. The next step is the confidence. Because you could know what you want, you could have the strategy in place, but if you're not confident, you won't implement anything. You won't have the motivation, you won't have that determination, you won't feel inspired. And the bullshit story of, I can't do this, I can never make it happen, or any of the other negative things that come up, who am I to be doing this? nobody will want to work with me, nobody believes in me, any of those rubbish beliefs, they will start to become your reality. Because if you're not showing up every day to sign those five clients, guess what, you won't sign them. So then nobody will be working with you. So you'll make that that story come true. Whereas if you say to yourself, I'm gonna make these, like I can't wait to be working with these five clients, or I'm so happy that I signed five clients in this quarter, You'll make it happen because you'll have that so much, you'll, like you'll have it in your in the forefront of your mind. And you have to have the confidence to do that. You have to have that confidence in yourself to say, do you know what, I'm going to do this. There's no two ways about it, this is going to happen. Now it's your responsibility to work on your confidence every single day. This isn't a, oh I'll do like a six weeks, I'll do it for six weeks and then that's it. Or I'll do it on the days where I feel really low and I'll just work on my confidence then. Or I won't bother at the weekends because I've got other stuff to do. No, you have to work on your confidence every single day. I think one thing that people sometimes 
like sometimes think is that mindset work and building your confidence takes hours and hours and hours. They think that you have to have this three hour morning routine just to build your confidence. No, that's rubbish. You can create more confidence in five minutes a day. It does not take a lot of time and effort. It can do. The more, obviously, the more effort you put in, the more confident you're going to feel. But it can be really simple, okay? And it's not a case of, oh, but I don't have time. That's that's rubbish. If you want to create confidence, you make time for it. And these activities are things that you can also do whilst you're doing the washing up, whilst you're driving the car, whilst you're in the shower. So I'm going to share a few activities that you can do every day um, to help you increase your confidence so that you can make these goals come true, so that you can actively implement the strategy, so that you can tick those things off with confidence, knowing that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing to create that life of your dreams. So the activities are, I'm just going to share a couple, I'm not going to share all of them with you because we've got later episodes on confidence, but a few to start you off are things like journaling. Now I already mentioned this, journaling is brilliant. So you can just, what I like to do is journal who I am becoming. So I'll write down like, I am this person. I'm this person. I'm working with these clients. I'm in this location. I'm doing these things on a daily basis and speaking them as if they're real. And as I write it, I get really excited. So things like, I choose to live like this. I choose to wear this every day. I choose to show up for my audience every day. I choose to be confident. I choose to look for lessons. I choose to accept failure. I choose to be okay with rejection. Any of those things. And and by journaling as that future, better, next level confident self, you start to feel into that a little bit. You start to become that person as you're writing it. And if you do this exercise on a regular basis it really helps you start stepping into that, into those shoes, those confident shoes. So the next thing is an empowerment list. These are my favourite. And I I feel like, like I definitely coined the term empowerment list. <laughs> so the exercise, no, the term, yes. Um, but an empowerment list is essentially where you write out a list of positive things about yourself. So for example, 25 things I love about myself. Or 30 reasons I'm confident in myself. Or 20 reasons I know I can sign five clients this quarter. Anything like that. So anything that's really positive that's going to empower you. And I tell you what, this is probably one of the most difficult exercises my clients like start with. Because when you when they first come to me, they don't have that confidence. They don't have that self-confidence where they're like, yeah, do you know what? I love myself. I love this about myself. I'm confident in this. I know that I can do these things. And it took me ages. The first time I had to write a list of the things that I loved about myself, it took me probably close to an hour. Because at the point, at that, at that point in time, I wasn't that confident. And I really lacked lacked self-confidence. Um, and although there was part of me that was like, you, like, you've done really amazing things, there was a lot of imposter syndrome. And I really, really struggled to find something that I loved about myself. Whereas now I could probably do that in five minutes. Um, And that's practice. That's because I practice it. That's because I I work on my confidence every day. So really think about something that you want to feel empowered about. So look at your goal. Look at your, um, the, the clarity side of things. Look at what you want to achieve and then write an empowerment list that kind of relates to that. So as I said before, like 20 reasons I know I can sign five clients this month or this quarter. And those reasons can be things like my cl- my audience connects with me. People who follow me on social media love what I talk about. P- 
people feel like they really connect with me. I know what I'm doing. I deliver an amazing service. Anything like that that is really gonna make you feel good. Next is affirmations. Again, this is one of my favorites. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with this because they feel like a bit of an idiot. And I felt like a bit of an idiot when I first was told to say affirmations because I I think it was my first coach, first or second one-to-one -one coach suggested that, that affirmations. And I was like, but I just feel so stupid sitting there and saying out loud, like, I am confident. Like, I didn't feel confident. I felt like an idiot. But the more you say these things, the more you affirm that it is true, the more it starts to become your reality. So if you tell yourself, I'm not good at this, you won't be good at it. Whereas if you tell yourself that you are good at it, are good at something, then that's what the case is going to be. If you tell yourself that you're confident, you're going to feel confident. If you tell yourself that you can achieve anything that you put your mind to, you'll achieve anything that you put your mind to. So it's really important to repeat those positive affirmations. And I will actually share a link in the show notes to my blog post. I wrote a blog post on 31 of my favourite affirmations for increasing your confidence. So you can just head over there, choose one of those affirmations and just repeat it for 10 minutes a day. Next is visualisation. Again, I love this. This is probably my favourite exercise because I feel really excited about it. Like once I've done it or whilst I'm doing it, I feel really, really excited. And visualisation is just essentially picturing something that is happening or is going to happen or you want to happen. So I visualise my perfect day most mornings. I'm not going to say every morning because that's a lie. <laughs> but most mornings I will just lay in bed and I will just visualise my perfect day. And it is so clear in my mind and I can actually, in my body, I can feel those, like, that day happening to me. So when it comes to increasing your confidence, if you sit there and you visualise yourself as this confident person who goes after what she wants, who isn't afraid to say no to people that she doesn't want to work with, who isn't afraid to tell people her prices, who feels confident about what she's charging, even if that number is a little bit scary... If you visualise that person, you're, start, you're going to start to feel like you can become that person and you are going to start to feel more confident. And you just have to, it's almost like having an alter ego. So visualising this alter ego who says yes to the things that scares them, who does all these things, who feels confident every day. And then you slowly start to embody that alter ego. Finally, I feel like I've said it's my favourite exercise for every single one of these, but this is probably the best one that you have got no excuse not to do. So you just create a playlist on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever music channel you use. I have Spotify. And you create a playlist full of songs that make you feel really good. Like really high vibe, really happy, really confident, that make you want to dance around. And then you do just that, you dance around. So I like to play my playlist. I've had it on all day today because I knew that I was recording this first episode and I wanted to feel really good. So you just you just put it on and you just dance. Like moving around, feeling good about yourself, singing along. Those things will help you to feel more confident in yourself. I feel like confidence took a lot longer than I anticipated. And now we're on to part four. So now that you have the first three parts nailed, you need to hold yourself accountable. You need to check in regularly with yourself, your goals, to ensure that you're on the right path. If you are, that's awesome. Go and celebrate. Celebrate your success. And if you're not, ask yourself why. Look at what isn't working and learn from it and then do something about it. And this isn't about feeling guilty or punishing yourself or criticising yourself for not having achieved what you wanted to or should have done. This is just having that awareness. 
because you need that awareness so that you can move forward and so that you can tweak your strategy slightly. One of the things that I really like to do is if I haven't achieved something, instead of feeling guilty, what I do instead is say, I'm grateful I didn't reach that goal because it taught me this valuable lesson. And then I look at the lesson. So it could be that you spend too much time scrolling on social media, that you're not prioritising your sleep, whatever it is, it is your responsibility, it is your fault that you're not achieving it, but look for the lesson. Don't beat yourself up about it. And then if you need a bit of an extra push and you can't just keep yourself accountable on your own, a few things that you can do are find yourself an accountability buddy so that you can support each other. Now, I have a wonderful accountability buddy called Lottie and she is in the same mastermind that I am part of and we've been accountability buddies for a couple of months now, I think. Um, and before that, I was working with a lovely lady called Tamsin, who I still check in with regularly because we just it's just nice having someone else on your side so that if you have a question, if you need some help, you can just go to them and you can just say, okay, I haven't achieved this and talk about why you haven't achieved it. Or you could ask a friend or a family member to check in with you once a week. This one can be tricky if your friend or family member doesn't really understand your business because let's be honest, a lot of them don't. Um, and that's fine you're doing something completely different than they would ever imagine that they would be able to do. Um, but it's, it's important to kind of, if you are going to check in with them, just make sure that they understand what you're doing. Because otherwise, instead of giving you that friendly nudge and encouraging you to open up about why it's not working, they might end up making you feel, um, I don't know what the word is, might end up making you feel like you're not doing the right thing or put pressure on you to do something else. And that's not going to help your relationship with them at all. So it can be an idea to keep your friends and family away from your business life. Um, next up, join a paid mastermind. Now, I'm currently part of a 12-month mastermind and it has been a game changer. Like, having that accountability has been incredible because there is no way on this earth that I would have achieved everything that I did in 2019 without it. Uh, having somewhere, again, to go all the time, having a group to support people, having weekly check-ins with people and saying like hey what are you doing how's your goals going what do you need help with how like how can I support you more having that's been wonderful and then the regular calls that come with it it gives you that boost when you're struggling or when you've got questions or even when you just want to celebrate like it really helps to keep you accountable and finally you could hire a one-to-one -one mentor or coach so having your own personal cheerleader to support and motivate you isn't just a game changer but it's a life changer Having somebody there that is gonna is gonna look after you, is gonna be there when you have questions, is going to celebrate again when you succeed, or is just gonna be there to support you and just give you a bit of a kick up the arse, to be honest. Like this is what was good, great about having one-to-one -one mentors is I would get a message and be like, okay, what have you done? Right, why haven't you done it? And then talking that through because a lot of the time it can be things like limiting beliefs that get in our way um, and stop us and kind of hold us back. So I'm going to be honest, this is probably the step that I struggle with the most is the accountability thing. But I do notice that the more I check in with myself and the more that I look back at my goals and where I'm at with them, the closer I get to achieving them. Because I start to see me moving, moving, moving closer to them and ticking off the things that I've done. And then I'm also like, okay, well, I'm halfway now or I've come a quarter of the way. That's brilliant. And then that motivates me to carry on. Okay, so that's it. The four things that you need to achieve your goals. So first, you've got to get crystal clear on what you want and then create a path to lead you straight to it. Next, you've got to work on your confidence every single day and make sure you hold yourself accountable. 
I've left the link to the article I wrote in the show notes so that you can refer back to this four step process whenever you need to. Now, because I want you to actually get something out of these episodes, I'm going to set you a task to complete that will move you forward in your business and in your life in general every week. So today's task is to go to rebeccalucyh.co slash freebie or the link in the show notes and download my free 30 page big vision workbook. Inside this workbook, you'll find prompts to help you get clarity on what you actually want and space to start mapping out your goals. Once you've done that, head over to Instagram and share a screenshot of your workbook on your stories, tagging me at Rebecca Lucy H and telling me one of your goals. I'm going to come back and I'm going to check in with you and see how you're getting on. So you've got a little bit of free accountability there. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this first episode of The Confidence Show. Thank you so, so much for being here. I will see you again next week where we will be discussing what confidence actually is and how you can create more of it. Thanks so much for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review telling me what you thought. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram where you'll find daily inspiration and tips to help you reduce your overwhelm, let go of self-doubt and create unbreakable self-confidence. Find me at Rebecca Lucy H and I'll see you in the next episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.